Hello, and welcome to One Stop Co-op Shop, your one stop for board game news and reviews. Hold on to your pants, it's time for a special episode. Okay, welcome to One Stop Co-op Shop. See you here again. Hi, everybody. We're here. This is probably the conclusion, I say conclusion, even though we're going to keep it in content for it, <laughs> the conclusion in the near future of Marvel United content for this channel. So we've been covering a lot of it over the past week, months, years. Since it's come out. We like to play that game. <laughs> we like to play the game a lot, exactly. So, But yeah, we are here to talk Marvel United, and we're going to rank the expansions in season one and season two and going through the whole shebang is what it is so yeah. okay let's jump down and sorry okay here we are so let's talk about what the format is Brian's <laughs> <laughs> like conclusion you'll be playing non-stop for months yeah That's pretty much <laughs> pretty much and then come come out with some other expansion you'll be like I'm season three, yeah, season three comes out when we're in trouble. <laughs> but let me talk about what we did a little bit. So I looked at all the expansions individually, and I ranked what I thought of the heroes as a whole, what I thought of the villain as a whole. If there was a challenge mode that added some other replayability, and what I thought of that, um, and then also uniqueness. Like, did this expansion provide something? How unique from the rest of the content was it? And I weighted the villains heaviest, uh, the, the hero's second heaviest, and everything else after that about the same weight. Because I feel like the villains really add the replayability and a lot of the challenge in the game, and the heroes obviously are the focus of the game because you're playing as them. So that's kind of my thought of it. And with that, we kind of order them all up, and we'll talk about them. We are starting with number 15 on this list. And so worst to best. Going to, yep, worst to best, exactly. So number 15, working way up to number one. And again, just an opinion. Just exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, if I went through the ranking a few times, I'm sure this list would change. It would change. Uh, change a bit. And like for me, when you, I'm sure you asked me yesterday, hey, what about this or this? I had different answers, so yep. depends on what mood I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Okay, so let's start with the first one on the list, which was I was actually surprised it was this low for me. Which one? I don't remember. What I looked at it before. Let's do. Let's do. Oh, it's a Ryan, good, Ryan has it's a guess. It's a good guess. Gotta be Deadpool. That's a good guess. Let's see if you're right. No. What? what? Not Deadpool. What? I know. At Tales of Asgard. So, I, I don't necessarily think this one is bad, per se. I think it's just lackluster. That's what comes down to it. Because I feel like Loki is an easier boss. The heroes are average. And the challenge is a hidden traitor element, which we don't play co-op. So, like, uh, I mean, I will enjoy Betty Bill. He's really fun. Mm -hmm. I like him a lot. And, and just, I mean, Mjolnir's Thor is fun, too. So they're fun, but they're just, like, average compared to a lot of stuff. Yeah. So. I don't know. For me, this is kind of on par with the Deadpool aspect. And, like, you touched on it. It's because we don't play that portion of the expansion. So it's kind of like a meh <laughs> like we we have it but right, right. not money well spent in the sense of that but yeah. i really i prefer well maybe i kind of think i'd prefer these characters as opposed to the deadpool hero character because the deadpool character is very random and goofy and fourth wall breaky which for me doesn't work mm -hmm. um that being said i played the lady deadpool character out of the deadpool expansion and she was awesome so yeah, kind of equal playing field for me. Okay. Hey, Flying Solo. Yeah, Bitter Bill is an amazing hero. Rest of the box is let down. Yeah, 
I'm kind of with you on that one flying here, flying solo. Um, Beta Rebuild, I loved him. The rest of them were like, eh, okay. They're, they're fun every once in a while. I'll play with them. But, like, Beta Rebuild is the one I really <laughs> like in that one. So I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we're not going to talk about the stretch goal box or the cores because you need a core to play the game. I'll, we'll mention that at the end. And the stretch goal boxes are amazing, both of them. They don't really compare to the rest of the expansions, in my opinion. So this is just chock full of content. Okay, so yeah, that was number 15. So let's jump down. Yeah, Barry Bill is awesome in general. Hope he's in the next movie. Ooh, that'd be awesome. I would love to see him in the next movie. There was a, a hint at him in Ragnarok. Yeah. And we saw that. It was the his head on the building. Yeah, he was a big, like big statue. statue. Exactly. So that's pretty cool to see him in the yeah. MCU. So well, hopefully we do see him. That'd be, that'd know, be awesome. We still have to go see the new Doctor Strange movie. Right? <sighs> we do. I know, it's, so it behind. hurts his soul that we haven't seen it yet. It does. It does. <laughs> Okay, so let's move on to the next one. Move on to number 14. So number 14 and the list is going to be Deadpool. <laughs> okay, yeah. If you know us, if you know what I've been complaining about, this is probably not a surprise. <laughs> so, yeah. That being said, you, well, you can talk about it. The fact you yeah. love Bob. So, yes. Yeah. So this was surprising me. I thought for sure Deadpool would be the bottom of this list for me when I raked everything, saw how, things, how the, how the uh, Legos fell, or whatever you said. Domino's fell. That's better. I don't know. Legos are cool, too. No, don't diss Legos. <laughs> so, gonna, just keep going. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think what set Deadpool apart was there were some really unique characters in this game. Like, especially Bob, like you said. Mm -hmm. Bob is really fun. I was, when I heard about Bob, I'm like, he sounds kind of dumb. I'm not going to lie. Like, as a character, I understand his character. He's a fun character. I get that. But in Marvel United, as they described it in the Kickstarter, I'm like, I don't know if I like this. I sat down to play him as a hero and as a villain. Loved him in both those. And, like, he's just trying to retire, and he's retiring, and you've got... He's not really doing anything, honestly, in the villain one. But he, you're fighting against all these villains from the course that you know. And so it feels, it feels really, really fun in that sense. And then the um, when you play him as a hero, he's got this cool like, oh, do something awesome, but also something bad. He's got that like, that give and take. Like, is it is now like he can actually ruin the game for you if you're not careful how you play his cards, which is really really interesting. See, and that's where we differ. Yeah, I like don't really want to mess with that. <laughs> <laughs> but you so, like Lady Deadpool. And I, I did like Lady. Deadpool. She's really good. She's really good. Deadpool in this one. Eh, he's okay as a like as a hero. I think he's fine. I did not like the challenge. It's too random. Did not like it. And I did not like playing against Deadpool as a villain as well because you're just kind of going up against points and you can't really defeat him. Well, you defeat him. It doesn't really do a whole lot. It wasn't. It wasn't what I wanted. So the rest of the set was kind of let down. But for those two characters, Bob and Lady Deadpool were really fun. So. I think that I think the fact that it was so unique is why this bumped it slightly over Asgard for me. Okay. Any other comments on this one? No. Nope. Okay. Let's keep going. Moving on to number 13 in the list. It is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. So this one was lower on the list because I feel like, I, as much as like Ronan as a character, I feel like he's a villain and this one is just meh. He's okay. He's okay. And I like the Guardians characters a lot in MCU, but I think my biggest issue is um, how they work in this one, like, especially like Gamora. Gamora is actually pretty powerful, but she doesn't, she needs tokens to work. 
and she doesn't generate tokens natively. She needs a location or some other character to help her out. And Star-Lord does that. And I think um, another character does it too. I can't remember which one of the ones that does it. Uh, Rocket generates his own tokens, for example. But it's... She's dependent on outside variables. Correct. To make her reach her full potential. Correct. And you know I like that. I don't. And so, like, these characters really peak when you play them together, which, and we'll end up talking about Fantastic Four down the line, they do too. And I, I asked you, I'm like, well, what's the difference then if Fantastic Four needs, you know, the four to really shine? But you, and I said, he argued, he's like, they can work better on their own. Yeah. So that's the, the kicker on this one is Gamora yeah. and this team work better together. But if you want to piece them out, it's a little trickier. I also think that the challenge in this one I loved, especially in season one, it's the plan B challenge. So you have, instead of, if you remember, nine slots for the thugs, you have 12 slots for the thugs. You have to defeat even more thugs to complete the mission. And you have to do 12 civilians and you have to do all six threats to complete them. However, if you do all three missions, you win the game. It's an alternate win condition, which is really cool. I love that of this game, this uh, expansion. But the problem is, and I think this is why I dropped on the list for me, is that mode of play, that challenge, doesn't work great in a lot of situations. Like, well, I say most of the situations you can make it work, but this situation really just doesn't doesn't work in part of the game for various reasons. And so that, I think that's why it dropped for me. So like if you had a much harder villain than Ronan, what Would kind that of not work or is that I mean, what you're saying no i mean that can be harder but like for example if you played the core x-men set uh magneto has a different challenge where now you have to complete cerebro or training hulk in like phoenix 5 that's completely different that it, so it doesn't quite work great with that new mission to replace this mission so yeah long story short it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't melt meld well is what comes down to it okay. so that's why it dropped for me okay okay let us keep the I like Groot in that set. Oh, I do too. Uh, he's great. He is. He's fun. He's probably the highlight of the set. Mm -hmm. All specials. It is interesting, though, because he only has one icon on all his special cards, but he always helps other people, which is really fun. Um, for sure. sure. Like, it's, it's, I know, it's hard to rank these because there's characters and there's things about I like about all the sets. It's just that overall, this one ranked lower. Yeah, I mean... I like it, and it bugs you when we talk about reviews, and I'm always like, well, I really like it. I don't know what to complain about. <laughs> and it's true. Like, all these sets have pieces that I really, really like, and I think it's just the portions or the fact that there are aspects of these lower sets that we won't utilize all the yeah. time, if yeah. ever. Right. Okay, let's keep going. We're going to go down to number 12. Number 12 in this list is going to be Infinity Gauntlet. So this one does add a new mode of play to the game. It lets you do a campaign game, which is really cool. I like the campaign. It's fun because not only can you play against the Black Order, which they have three of them in here, um, you can just switch them out with any villain you want, and it can be a really fun and very replayable experience. I think this one will rank lower to me just because it's the games are still the same for the most part. You do get power-ups as you play the game, and Thanos... He's ridiculous. Just with his stones. He's crazy hard. I'm actually surprised this one is as low as it is. Mm -hmm. Because if I remember back to like one of the earlier like reviews when the sets were coming out, this was super high. Yeah. Um I think it has to do with the villains. Like the like I think Proximate Midnight and Ebony Maw are pretty fun. Black Dwarf, he's good, but he doesn't he's not great in my opinion. 
Okay. And Thanos, he can't play with him independent of the whole campaign, which would be really fun. So. Yeah, JF, they, they really have. The music took over. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. so no, this one, it, it does surprise me because the campaign mode is very different and it adds a different vibe to the whole game and it does and i think that's great so i don't know if i would actually put this one this low i didn't really go through this list very thoroughly when you asked me to <laughs> i'm sorry i had other things to do well the other thing to keep in mind is i ranked this based upon a combination of villains heroes and challenges and i weighted the heroes um heavy heavier than the rest of stuff and there's no heroes in the set so that knocked it down a bit. Okay. Is what it comes down to it. Yeah. I did say, though, if I were choosing which villain to play against, Thanos and the Gauntlet mm -hmm. wouldn't... I wouldn't choose it a ton just because I want a hope of winning. Those and stones. The <laughs> Infinity Stones are so hard. Yeah, and really so hard. it's like, I got to be in a mood to be like, all right, I want a really good challenge. Right. <laughs> which is funny because sometimes I'll say that. And what was it before a while back? I was like, I really want to play a challenging... Or no, I want to play an easy game. You know, I just want to play a quick game. It was easy. And I got stuck on Robinson Crusoe. And he was like, what the heck are you talking about? So anyway. But yeah, yeah. I mean, this one I still recommend because it's nice to play a campaign with all the villains, which is fun. But like you said, it doesn't, doesn't have the heroes. Yeah. So it's got a little bit less in it than some of the other sets. Okay, let's keep going. Move on to number 11. Let's see who pops up on the list. It is going to be X-Force expansion. So this was a free expansion in the X-Men campaign. Uh, I added Strife, Domino, Cannonball, Shadowstar, and Cable. And I liked the set. I was It was a good one. It was fun. Um, Strife, I feel like he was he was a good villain to go up against. I wasn't super... I wasn't super stoked about him and how he played. I think the coolest thing about him is his force field, which is really cool. How did he get past his force field? Uh, and the characters are pretty unique. Like Domino, her ability to manipulate the random elements of the game is very fun. And Cable, I liked a lot of what he added to the game. Mm -hmm. So it's cool. Um, <laughs> so you guys guessing? You're saying Fantastic Four, Sinister Six, probably fight for spot number one. We'll have to. We'll have to wait. We'll, we'll see. Wait. Let's see. Yeah. The suspense. So in this one, <laughs> or it, Sentinels, yeah, yeah, it added um, locations as well. Was this the um, yeah. training center or not yet? No, this added hazard locations, which other sets did too, which I liked a lot. Okay. And hazard locations are locations with a a must complete negative effect, and I really really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. So that was really pretty fun. Yeah, not a whole lot to say more about this one. It's good. I liked it, but I thought there's other stuff that I like even better than this one. See, I might move Gauntlet above this, just because this is just more characters for me. But no, I can see that. Gauntlet had more game adjustments. I can see that. Yeah. So I would well, switch. next time you I can, next you time can manually adjust this I'll list. I'll make my, <laughs> make my own list and edit yours. Okay. Yeah, Flying Solo mentioned Cable is his favorite uh, X-Men character to use with a dynamic of damage for wilds than healing. Yeah. Yeah, his techno... I can't remember what it's called. He does something with techno on the list. So there's a lot of wilds and they can heal himself afterwards. is really fun. I love that, for sure. That's what kitchen means evil kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Steve in the yeah. game. And yeah. Cable is no, awesome. And you guys are right. Cable is a really good character out of the set. Absolutely. But I still think I'd, I'd swap it. It would be interesting to do a list of, like, I, like to do this right now but a list of all the heroes to see which heroes rank high oh man that'd be really hard to do though. <laughs> so. Jeez, maybe just like pick one out of each set and then like do a bracket do a bracket 
Ooh, we should do a bracket. That'd be cool. Okay. That'd be cool. All right. Number 10. Number 10. Moving on. Okay. The next one is... Sinister Six. Sinister what? Six. Yeah. I really didn't pay attention to the list when you were doing this. I was surprised when how this pulled out too. Like, I think for a value, this thing is excellent. I don't think anything beats this with value. But it doesn't have any heroes in it. In its really, that's a heavyweight, Steve. I had weighted the villains times three. And heroes times two. Wow. So I'm just saying this is how the dice wow. fell. So, No, wow. I, I was surprised. I was surprised. I disagree with your list. Okay. <laughs> Same. And it, there were... Yeah, so this one, if I would... It's a tough one to put on there. Yeah. It, no, Ryan's, Ryan's right. <laughs> three different lists. Oh, you want to do three lists? lists a villains Here's... list, and then the added modes. Yeah. I think that's smart. We will revisit <laughs> after I... a couple more plays. Well, I asked for your feedback. You did ask for my feedback. I was... <laughs> you want me to put Caleb bed? I had to finish outside I know, work. It's fine. You know. But this is excellent. I love this set. This is one I definitely recommend to find. Um, it is really fun. The it's the Sinister Six battle with all of them is great. You can play them individually as well. With the, all all these villains are very, very fun individually too. Big, big fan of this yeah. one. I love this one. Yeah. So better game mode for me than the Gauntlet. It doesn't have but a challenge um, mode and it doesn't have heroes. That's why I kind of fell lower on that list if you wanted all the bits yeah. and pieces. But yes, better than the Gauntlet for sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. But again, too low in my book. <laughs> yeah, I would take more months to play everything. I agree with JF. <laughs> we do the heroes and villains. Yeah, it would be yeah. crazy. Okay, let's keep going. Oh, flashback to Vulture. Man. Yeah, Vulture's rough. Vulture's rough. Here we go. Number nine. This is the Horseman of Apocalypse set. And so this one actually eked up above that, and basically because of Apocalypse. Not only is he a really fun villain to fight against, but you can play him as a hero, and he's he's awesome. He's really, really cool. Um, Storm is associated with this, too. Storm is really, really powerful in this one, I'd say. But... Yeah, the fact that I, I really enjoyed how Apocalypse worked where you're racing on his, what's his, survival track, I think it's called? I think it's a survival track, and you just got to get ahead of him. Yeah. yeah, like that race is awesome. I love that part of it, for sure. Mm -hmm. So, no, another really cool game, you know, villain aspect mm -hmm. that changed it up quite a bit. Yeah, and it's fun uh, battling the different villains that moved around the board, too. His horseman, that is, and mm -hmm. I like it's it's cool trying to see the pre, not the prequel, but like the the battle with just the horseman and leading into the pocket battle. I think that's kind of fun. It's a, it's a nice like light, quick campaign if you can do something a quick battle and then go into go into the actual thing. Then you play the real game and you cheat. <laughs> Wait, we didn't do that, did we? <laughs> so oh, that was terrible. I enjoyed this one. This yeah. was fun. I did like the fact that the villains actually come back. Mm -hmm. the... Spoilers. I'm sorry. That's fine. Sorry. Um, and if you do do well in the first pregame, mm -hmm. it can help you. But I know you can skip it, like you said, but I don't... I don't know. I don't know if I'd do it that way. Mm -hmm. Anyway, no, this one's good. Yep, and it felt pretty pretty unique, too. I enjoyed how that played out. So that also helped a little bit. Because remember, this is... It's villains, heroes, uniqueness, and... A challenge is what I rank those four categories, combine them. Okay, keep going. We're moving on. The next one in the list is going to be First Class. And so this one ranked pretty high because the villain in this one is really cool because you play against Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver at the same time. So similar to Sinister Six, 
Um, there's another one where you can play two and one or two against two all. against everyone, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this one ranked really high because of I liked Iceman's freeze tokens in this one. It's really fun, mm-hmm. and we love 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 the Danger Room Challenge. Yes, this is the set that comes with that, so okay. that's why it's so okay. high. Yeah, God, I love the Danger Room exactly. Yeah, flying the solo. Danger Room is so great because there's no other, well, there's superhero cards or whatnot, but there's no other avenue to really like beef up your team. Mm-hmm. And so now, like, we always play with the Danger Room location. Always, always. Uh, Ryan's question, can you fight them independently? You cannot. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch must be fought together. So a little bit less variety in that sense. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact that we always play with Danger Room as a challenge mode, that's going to put this one so high for us, for sure. Because okay. that, like I said, if, if we didn't play anything else instead, we are at least playing with the Danger Room yeah. every time. Yeah, but I do really like um, Iceman's tokens that mm-hmm. you can like freeze guys. And we played um, who was I? Cyclops and yep, Cyclops is good. No, was really good. Oh, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, for so, sure. No, it's a good set. Yeah, definitely. Okay, keep going. Move on to number seven. Number seven is going to be the Spider Verse. So this, I was surprised at how high it was. I feel like the challenge mode of this one, where you are trying to keep your identity a secret, it's okay. I think what's a higher is Green Goblin. Green Goblin is really fun in this one. The fact that you don't have any threats out on the board, and he's adding threats, and you're constantly trying to knock them off the board while while completing things is it's cool. I like that, and the the characters are pretty fun in this one too. I don't know. I think I'd put this a little bit lower. Okay. Like Gobby's fun. He has a lot of fun, but like versus Sinister Stick Six and those guys, I think that's more. I feel like Gob Gobby is about as fun as the other. Villains in Sinister Six. Okay. It's kind of what it ranked. But there's heroes in this one, so that helped out his ranking system. Yeah, and a challenge Um, mode, which bumped it a little bit, too. Yeah, I I guess I don't... The challenge of, like, the hidden identity is not my favorite, but it's it's interesting. Um, So, yeah, I'd probably put this one a little further down than you did. Okay. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're pretty... I think the only one I don't like is Spider-Ham. He just... I mean, as a character, fine, I get it. But as he works mechanically in the game, it just, I never... Yeah, see, Ryan said it too. Spider-Ham's just a... Yeah, he <laughs> just likes Spider-Ham. Yeah. See, that's another reason why I'm also like, eh, we'll drop it down. I mean, he's like a, a bonus character or whatever, but um, yeah. no. It's, again, just not our style. No, no. <laughs> but, okay, you, you're entitled to your opinion, even though it's wrong. Josh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There we go. Let's keep going. Rise of the Black Panther. So this one, um, the bad thing about this one is Killmonger, I say. He's not a bad villain, but he's kind of just, he, he's very swingy. He could be a really fun games against him or not so, they could, not so fun. It depends on how his cards land. But the heroes on this set are awesome. You love Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier kicks ass. And Shuri, yes. can, her heel, okay, it's great. Yes. Excellent heroes in this set. But again, Killmonger, I'm not so pumped about. Yep. Um, the challenge, though, also set it high for me because the endangered locations. I love that challenge. Yeah, let me get a let me get a location I can protect. Oh, yeah, definitely, it's like, it feels like my home. I have, I feel somewhat attached to it in that sense. Like, no, <laughs> no, I need to defend my you homeland. Have a sentimental value to this exactly. location. I must protect it. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I can see that. I so I think that. like how all of like the heroes are all great in this one, and that that the. Uh, that challenge mode really set it up for me, so and it felt unique because like Shuri, like you said, there's no one that heals like her. Like if you need to heal in the game, that's for, that's one I go to. Absolutely, very very unique in that sense. 
Okay. okay. Let's keep going. Move on to number five. Number five is going to be the Phoenix Five, which is coincidental now. Look at this. <laughs> so <laughs> You did, planned it that I, way. I, yes, I must have planned, I guess. <laughs> Uh, so this one is very high for a couple of reasons. It is because, well, it's a campaign, which is pretty fun. I really enjoy the campaign. Uh, a very unique campaign. So uniqueness in this one bumped up quite a bit because you can sh the order of which you attack these guys will change how the game feels. Um, you can play them standalone as well. It's possible, but it's really not the best experience. I think you really want to play it. Yeah, because standalone, I don't think the villains are terribly challenging well you skip ahead you skip to if you had one two battles oh you're still playing all five no 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 you, yeah. you play one villain by itself but you you pretend you won two battles and you just oh you're at that adding point. them yep oh okay i kind of thought you meant standalone just the bad guy by itself yeah if you play if you play the bad guy by itself as you start it's not not that challenging it's pretty we pretty say average. that but you could also just have a bad go you could you could still <laughs> lose it's not an easy set by it by any means but I think the other thing that sets this one apart is um, Hope Summers. Super unique super. and super powerful, which is very fitting for her. So that was a big, big plus in there. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. yeah. No, I I think this one is pretty high for me also. But again, it's because you're stacking the hero or the villain abilities on top of each other. Correct. And the game progressively is escalating in challenges. And I was very surprised by our playthrough that mm -hmm. we did on this channel, however many days or weeks ago that was. Mm -hmm. um, but I had a good time. So yeah, this is a fun one. Yep. What else? Fun. What else came on this? Is just the five or? Yeah, I think the uniqueness of this one stood out to me as being a big one, and how all the villains feel very unique, and how they build on each other. And it's a really fun challenge. You feel very. I felt very satisfied playing through the campaign with you a live stream. I've had a lot of fun each time I've engaged it. Mm -hmm. So. Okay, let's keep going. Number four. What is going to be number four? The blue team. So we're getting up to the point where I feel like the villains and all the heroes and the uniqueness of this wound up being very, very high for me. And so this blue team, you've got Rogue on here. And Rogue can literally copy cards and special powers. And that just opens up a can of worms for really fun things you can do in the game. Which I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. And Psylocke... Her ability to shut down... Some other characters can do it too, but she can shut down the villain. Like, oh yeah, the next spam effect? Yeah, doesn't do anything. Pretty pretty cool. Um, Gambit. Gambit is powerful, but he needs... he need, he's, the, he's a thief. He actually needs to take tokens from other people to like really make himself super powerful. Mm -hmm. Which felt unique. Um, and thematic for his, his set. This had a challenge mode too, the team versus team, which... It, we're not gonna play that. Let's be real here. So take it for a grain of salt. We like playing co-op. So yeah, big surprise. What's up, co-op job? So again, I'm disagreeing with you here. This okay. would go lower for me because as much as the heroes are cool, the fact that we don't utilize the challenge mode, um, it's just more heroes for, that I get to choose from. And mm -hmm. even though they're really cool, I think I'd rather have like a cool villain set up, like the um, Sinister Six or the five or heck even thanos or something but yeah i'd probably drop this one down because i have had mr sinister as someone i absolutely love playing against the villain i think he's a really cool villain he is a cool villain i will give him that the fact so that's that he's why trying to um not poison or take your dna samples. yeah taking dna that's cool so that's that really set this one high for me if it okay. wasn't for mr sinister this would also be lower for sure okay i yep. forgot about him 
but still maybe maybe a little bit lower yep okay yeah i'm surprised too i'm surprised too how that ranked i mean like i said i can change the weighting and the ranking of this and it'll change the whole I'm list just, uh, i'm just commenting that you know myself and other people are saying that you are not quite right i'm just <laughs> it's, okay. it's all right it's okay I move on so probably not too surprised to see gold team yeah i mean they kind of go parent hand in hand this one i ranked a little bit higher uh sebastian shaw is a pretty cool villain he works really well he only i mean you you hit him and he hits you back which is th thematic but the the heroes in this one i enjoyed quite a bit like bishop we've played with bishop Mm -hmm. And his ability to absorb damage coming from adjacent locations. Very unique, very powerful, loved it. So, really enjoy how that worked. Um, um, Colossus is cool. He can throw people, his fastball specials in there. Really fun. Forge can do things remotely, which is really cool. So, I felt like the combination of this it wound up being very good. Um, and the fact that Sebastian Shaw, when you play against him, you're playing against the entire Hellfire Club, like all around the board. I like that aspect of it. It was really fun for me. So, again, a couple ticks, give it down. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so. Yeah, Jim, I'm surprised too. Don't get me yeah. wrong. So, yeah. I put the list together, but like, I was like, okay, well, this is how the, this is how the, how the math works. This is how the math works. <laughs> yeah, so. no, again, I, I'd go lower for me. Again, the heroes are cool, but for me, I think your weight on the heroes is different than mine because I'll play with almost anybody as long as I feel like I have a fighting chance. Okay. And, I'm more of a, like, if it's a ranged hero or something, that's even better. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love Festival Special. I know it's so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> but, yeah. So. No, I, because this, the heroes add a lot more flexibility to your games. And, but honestly, the villains are where it's at. They add the most replayability to the game. Okay. So, all right, here we go. Moving on to number two. Again, to the last two guys. What's it going to be? I don't know. <laughs> Days of Future Past, number two. So this was awesome. I loved, loved, loved the set. The Sentinels, Nimrod, like how unique it felt was awesome. Logan, he's cool. He's good. But he's kind of honestly second nature to the whole set. Um, the Sentinels add so much to the game. Not only when you play against them to take them out before Nimrod gets uber powerful. It was really fun. But playing them as a challenge is rattling me in the set. This is one of the challenges I'm likely to add a lot in our games. Yes. Hey, Kim, let's play Marvel. Okay, what are we playing? I don't know. Here's a Sentinel to add to your difficulty and <laughs> yes, stress levels. Yes. So I was like, oh, great. Yep. Yeah. No, I really, really enjoyed the, how that acts. Because it, it turned the game on its head in the sense that, like, okay, well, this card's odd, the obvious play, which no longer becomes the obvious play anymore because now when I play this card, it's going to trigger the the Sentinel to move, and that might actually be a, a really bad thing. Yeah, so not only are you thinking about what is your you know three steps down the line it's like okay what is the sentinel doing exactly. along with me so it does exactly. add a layer of complexity and yeah i would rate this one really really high for that factor um but again it's the villains that are just modifying the game and changing the game and how you have to think about mm -hmm. your play style for sure felt very unique too big big fan of this one obviously being number two and number one i was i was surprised i did not expect it to be number this one whole list just surprised you <laughs> it did it did but this one the teamwork aspect of Fantastic Four was awesome and how they work together and how they felt like Invisible Woman. She's very unique in how she can turn invisible and avoid, completely avoid bad effect. Uh, we played, I played um, the Thanos uh, game with Kanji earlier today even. 
And I was just thinking in my head as we're playing, because you know, we're trying to avoid getting knocked out, because you get knocked out, get eliminated. Well, Invisible Woman can completely avoid that that negative effect from, from Thanos getting hit by him. Um, and Silver Surfer's awesome. Doctor Doom as a villain and a hero is amazing. Uh, Super Scrolls, fun, enjoy that. Um, and the other thing is the challenge in this one. When you have overflow effects, you actually put them on this on this other track, and if that fills up, you lose the game. Because mm -hmm. now sometimes when we play the game, it's like, well, I don't care if that overflows. It's no big deal. Like, the effect's not going to matter to me. I don't care if it's one civilian or ten thugs. It doesn't matter to me. But now, if you play with this challenge, it absolutely matters. Mm -hmm. And that adds a lot to the game if you were to play with that challenge. So because the challenge is awesome, the team is awesome, super powerful heroes, the villains are great. This one of having the full package. Because I was really surprised it wound up being number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doom is not surprised. Yes, right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, this one I I do think it's been a lot of fun. The um the cooperation of the heroes where they mm. have cards that, you know, in the storyline will boost each other up depending you know, you have to think about how you want to play those. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'd probably rank that as high in like the cooperation level of mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. as you are. Um sure. but yeah. I'd say I'd agree. This one's pretty high up on the list. Yeah, sure. So yeah, that is that's going through all the expansions. Like I say, we weren't going to rank the stretch goal boxes or the cores because let's be real here. All those the core you need a core to play the game, and you, the stretch goal boxes are better than everything we talked about. <laughs> so what, remind me, what are those? The stretch goal boxes. Yeah. So that is a giant box with two or three levels of con minis and content in it. Oh, just like characters. Characters. Just shock oh, full characters. characters. Yeah. yeah. And some really cool characters like Nightcrawlers in there and you've got uh, Dark Phoenix and uh, Onslaught and um, you have the Brotherhoods in that one as well. You fight against the Brotherhood. And this is the X-Men one. The other one had had Squirrel Girl and Moon Knight and Daredevil. and There's a lot of them. Like, it's just so many characters. Like if you were coming to the game, and you know what, you know what I, I like Marvel Knight, I only want a small set if I want to have a lot of variety in it, I would go for a core plus a stretch goal box. Absolutely. And honestly, you get either one's fine. But if you had a choice, definitely the X-Men one, because the X-Men one adds, adds the anti-heroes, which adds a lot to the game, in my opinion. So not only do you have a villain to play against, but you also have a hero of that same type to play against, which adds quite a bit. So I didn't add those to this list, but... Um, if I would rank cores against each other, X-Men core, I would read the stretch goal boxes, X-Men stretch goal box. But on, it's unfair because the X-Men stretch goal box has three three trays of content, just way more content than the other one. So it's it's hard to rank them. So, yeah, that's basically it. The only other thing we can talk about if you want to talk briefly is we can talk a little bit about the accessories. I'm not sure if you want to hear about those. If you want to... Well, I know over like the course of time, we've kind of shared our thoughts on those. Mm -hmm. Um the cardboard um, portion accessories there, the quality is nice. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just, you know, it adds a little more durability to the game. Um, and it's, they're just beefier and they're nicer to play with, but they're not required or necessary. Mm -hmm. um, the plastic tokens, again, durability. These I think are cooler than the cardboard pieces because they're plastic and they nest and they're, it's, now that you know we have them, like ooh, these are super nice. But again, I don't necessarily need it. Playmat, and I've mentioned this. The playmat, I was against the playmat to start. I have problems, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there you stop go. Stop touching. Okay. The, stop touching buttons. Okay, I screwed everything up. <laughs> okay, 
But yeah, when you were first like, let's let's get this playmat. I'm like, ah, how much is it? You don't need a playmat. You just put the cards on the table and it works all the same. I've been converted. The or the layout of the playmat itself in the way this game is played is very helpful. Um, and I like it a lot now. So again, it's just like, if you, if you want to get them, it's all fine. But if of all those like extra bonuses, if you were wondering where to spend the money, I'd say the playmat over anything else. I agree. Playmat is super nice, adds a lot of functionality to the game, really improves the experience. And then I would say the number two would be the plastic tokens. I See, think the plastic tokens are fantastic quality. They are, but Ryan, I agree with your point. So when he was like pricing this whole thing out, because he's, he's going to buy it all, mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a lot of money. And I'm like, I don't, you don't need the plastic tokens for $40, mm -hmm. um, but you got them. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, you so, like them though. I do like them. You were them. impressed by them too. I was, I was impressed. Am yeah. I $40 impressed? And does it add $40 value to the gameplay? No. 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 But now that we have them, okay, great. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I mean, I bought them almost exclusively exclusively because of Colin on What's Up Co-op Shop. He's like, dude, these plastic tokens, I know CMON put them on for other games. They're fantastic. Definitely get them. So it's Colin's fault. It's Colin's fault. Yeah, right. Okay. But um, I'm glad <laughs> we, he... We love you, Colin. Yeah, I'm glad he suggested them something because those are awesome. Like, they're really nice quality. Um, highly recommended for that. Cardboard, like you said, the cardboard sets are great for durability, but I don't know if they're necessary. No, none of this is necessary. That's true. That's true. <laughs> none of it. That's true. It is. But um, no, overall, the whole package is great. We love playing the game. I think your countdown list... I'd move things around the um, blue and gold, or they're too high. Okay. I would put um, the the packages that change the game functionality higher up, and I mean that in, like the villain plays. So Apocalypse, mm -hmm. um, Sinister Six, mm -hmm. like those big, and Thanos even a little bit. Even though Thanos is my least favorite, just because I feel when we play those compared to a regular game against a villain, you're it feels like a different game for me. Sure. I see so that. I would put those higher. That. Yep. Yeah, I mix everything to get up. So. Yeah. Yeah, I can see all the optional stuff being worth it for you guys. I always play hundreds of games just for durability, which is true. Like, we have... I hate lost track of how many play, how, how many games we play with this one. It is easily over 100, though. Because so we had over over 50, close to 60 or 70 for the core, for season one. So we're probably around 150 plays, I'm guessing, by now. So oh, How until... many hours of games? Well, it's like 30 minutes per game, so... so many <laughs> Yeah, Isaac says, I like the villain dashboards for Season 1 because they add the villain mode tokens list as well as some new subtitles for Rhino and a few more, which is, which is a great point. Because that's something we talked about. Oh. Do we need the villain... Hey, this for the sub, Isaac. Yeah, thank you. Um, because we talked about that, because... Like, do we really need the cardboard that has... I remember this now. Thanks for the reminder, Isaac. Um, that was your argument point. Yeah. Because, trust me, he had to sell me on spending as much money as you spent on this whole package. So it was, well, these cardboards, are, it's not the same. It's different. We're getting this upgrade or this um, update to it. You right. can speak to it better. Yeah, so on the back side of it, it has a superhero mode. So if you were to play competitively, it tells you... How many tokens do they be out to you, uh, the rest of the heroes uh, to kind of even out the playing field? But like you said, it does have some setup rules for some characters, which helped a lot. Like Rhino, for example, um, changed. Because Rhino, as he was in the original Season 1, there was 
a, a situation that if you had the wrong card come out the first turn of the game, you could get screwed. Yeah. Because he would, like, knock you back into an area, and then you would have to stand back up, and he could just keep pummeling you. It was not, mm -hmm. not a cool situation. But, like, with one simple card change, you can avoid that whole situation. Um, so that's nice that it's printed on the card. Though so that happens, I feel like that happens a lot to us, like when we draw the first um, villain card, it's like, move three, and boom, you're dead. I feel like, lately, anyway, the last couple points we've had, where it's like, can we mulligan that first card? That's just terrible. Yeah, I sometimes it matters, some, but I don't think most of the time, most time it doesn't, I would say. Oh, it's just a bad way to start, and I just feel gross about it. Well, with Apocalypse, <laughs> it's guaranteed to happen every time. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, he's going to come... Snag one and you bring it back to your pyramid and you get, get beat up. So, but yeah, um, let's jump back to the the chat area here. Yeah. So, yeah, and Ryan, Ryan and I were on the same page. Game changers, that's what it is. Because, like I said, for me, the heroes. Yeah. I think you have much heavier weight on them. Where, yeah, there are some very cool heroes and they have very cool aspects, but there are so many to choose from mm -hmm. that I feel like you can get close enough for me that it doesn't matter as much who I pick. Mm -hmm. um, and the villains will do most of the changing of the game. I agree. The villains add a lot of replayability to it. For sure. For yeah. sure. Definitely. Um, but I wanted to make sure that if you had... If you picked... Because it's not just quantity of villains, I would say, but the quality and uniqueness of them as well. And it's hard to like rank all this stuff because how do you rank a set that has a super awesome, really unique villain... And some heroes are lackluster, right? Well, the chat gave you the answer. You need three different rankings now. <laughs> we do need three like, and rankings. And a bracket system of all the heroes, and then the villains, and then the game changers. <laughs> we do. We should probably do. We should probably do more lists, I guess. If what comes down to it. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan, I agree with you on this one. There are so many heroes. I can always find one I like, which I agree. And even the ones I don't like, I will still grab and play them every once in a while because it's fun yeah, for the variety. You're you're one of those guys that are you'll play a game again and again and again mm -hmm. and just to make sure that you've played every possible avenue mm -hmm. and like milk the game for all it's worth to make sure you, you figured it all out yep that's what you do yep it's not <laughs> not, not good to deny it so <laughs> but yeah i think that's going to end it for tonight um unless you have any other final thoughts on the on marbury night as a whole you want to share no i'm curious as to what other people's like top favorite thing of the list is or like how they would change a list. I know I've shared my opinion. So yeah, tear it apart. <laughs> hey, what, what did you what did you do wrong? Steve is so wrong. <laughs> Put them in the comments no. on YouTube uh, yeah, below. Yeah. I'd love to. I'd love yeah. to see your your uh, own. Let's, let's have a debate. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. So I'd be curious. Yeah, put them on YouTube um, below or join our Discord. It's free to join. Um, we have a Marvel United channel specifically for United to talk about this stuff, and you can go there and have fun discussions with us and let me know what your thoughts are. How how this would pan out like and like I said if I would do this again like tomorrow the list would change a little bit for sure because there's a lot so much subjectivity to this and it's harder it's really hard to rank all the stuff so yeah yeah well thanks everyone for watching we'll see you at the next stop bye 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 thanks for joining us again for the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co-op Shop also join us for games and discussion on our Discord channel. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash one stop or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again and we'll see you next week for another top five list.